Welcome to Gain That Tune. What's going on, everybody? It's Game That Tune back in the house once again. Oh, man, we got a great show coming up tonight. It's your boy John Harrington here. We got John Regan. Say hey. Hey. And we got Jesse Moore. Say hey. Hey. And we got David Fleming. Say hey. Hey. That's pretty good, man. That's a good me. Um, so, yeah, man, it's Game That Tune, episode 106 if you're just joining us here on Game That Tune, what we do around here is listen to video game music. Uh, we've got three songs from a game. We try and guess the game based on the songs and a little bit of trivia. Goof off, have a lot of fun, uh, talk a bunch of nonsense about the games that we chose. And uh, the winner at the end of the night picks a theme for the next episode and plays a bonus tune. Except last week when we encountered something that, I mean, seriously, had we never encountered a four-way tie before? I like, feel like we have, but we just yeah. kind of said, well, let's make this person win instead. Exactly. We finally came up with a good idea for acknowledging a you know, super rare four-way tie. And so when it's a four-way tie, we're going to act as though we've always done this. Uh, we're going to do a free play. Game That Tune. Free play. Hell yeah, motherfucker. All I'm thinking about right now is, is George Lucas slamming his dick in a microwave. Free play! Ah. Yes, we've taken it back old school. Classic free play jingle for this classic free play theme. So yeah, um, no theme tonight. We're just gonna goof off, listen to game music, and uh, you know, try and uh, try and guess each other's games. So uh, Johnny, uh, let's just jump right into it, man. What do we got for game one? Game one. <laughs>
Interesting. The intro to this game was a popular meme on the internet for some time. Suddenly, that song makes a lot more sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. I don't know why we're beating around the bush, man. Let's have it. Yeah, let's just see some answers. Oh, man. David and John both say bad dudes, which is correct. <laughs> and Jesse says zero wing, which sadly is incorrect. This is bad dudes for the NES. It sure is. Sorry, Jesse. You were not a bad enough dude to uh, get that answer correct. I Maybe it's because I do not want to save the president. Yeah, exactly. Oh. <laughs> oh, the president's been kidnapped by ninjas? Tight. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> That's a market improvement <laughs> over how finally. things have been going. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I've been waiting for these ninjas for... When did bad dudes come out? 87? Like 30 years now? You know, where are these president kidnapping ninjas? Yeah. Um, man, bad dudes. What an unmitigated classic. John, excellent pick. Um, <laughs> has anybody ever actually played this game? 
I've tried I to play it. <laughs> Briefly. <laughs> yeah, I own it, and I honestly, I don't even know if I've played it. Like, it's in a box of NES games somewhere in my house. And I, I don't know if I have a recollection of ever attempting to play Bad Dudes. <laughs> like, it's so legendarily bad. Um, <laughs> you know, I don't know. Um, I don't Did. know that it's... I didn't find it bad. It's just very, very old and basic. Okay. Well, yeah, I mean... Although, admittedly, the um, the version that I played, there was, a, like, an arcade collection. So I've played, like, a port of the arcade version, not the NES version. That's the NES the... version may be terrible. That's the distinction. You know, some of these arcade ports to NES were not worthwhile. <laughs> and bad dudes did not need to happen. And, uh... Yeah. I... I honestly, I mean, seriously, I don't know if I've played it, but, like, I just know that it's, uh, it's choppy and the sprites are flickery and you can't tell what's going on. There's ninjas and there's action and there's nonsense, but, I mean, I don't know if this game's playable. So, you know, one of you guys speak from experience. <laughs> if I remember this right, I think this is one of those games where when you jump in the air, you can't control anything. Like, you're just gonna go. That's it. You're done now. Which Whoa, is... Oh, that sucks. Which is beyond frustrating in any any game like that you want to control yeah. i know it's you know physically impossible but you want to control yourself midair yeah it's funny yeah. the expectations we have in video games like if i jump in one direction i need to be able to change back it's like, yeah well no that's not how jumping works <laughs> <laughs> but yeah uh, our chat's pointing out and i was actually going to bring this up this this was from the age of when uh arcade games got ported to everything um, this is ported to the Commodore 64, which has a sweet version of the soundtrack. Um, and I kind of wanted to use that, but, uh, I figured we'd all probably play the NES one, so I went with that soundtrack. Yeah, I mean, it's familiar, but I think, uh, you know, uh, if you win, make your bonus tune some Commodore 64 Bad Dudes music. That sounds Ooh. awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah. David, you it's, seem uh, like you're in, trying to... Oh, oh go ahead, John. I was just going to say, David seems like he's trying to jump in. So. Oh, go ahead, David. <laughs> no, I was just going to, like, basically go on. It's it's an old arcade beat-em-up, so it doesn't have a lot of staying power. Like, it's I, from what I remember, it was very basic, but you're, you could jump between, like, different levels. That mm. was new and novel. <laughs> and, yeah, you're just picking up knives and stabbing ninjas. Yeah. If that's what you're looking for, it might be the game for you. You know, I'm assuming it's arcade hard because it's an arcade port, and they didn't bother putting in things like passwords and you know continues for uh, for NES versions. So, you know, I'm assuming it's hard and filled with flickering NES ninjas. And uh, yeah, it's got a killer soundtrack though, man. That's uh, you know, that's some good tunes. And you know, I feel we've had a connection to these tunes in the past, John. What, you know, what? Why are why are these tunes so familiar? I believe this is a good time to plug the show that uh, Jesse started up. Uh, Game that tune. What, what was the title? Game that tune covered up. I yes. I still listened to it. <laughs> I haven't listened to it just yet. But in your first episode, I believe you covered the Neskimos, and the Neskimos have a very badass cover of this song. That's where I remember it from. <laughs> You're really rubbing it in on Jesse. He didn't get it right, John. Jeez, why are you gonna bring all this shit? <laughs> he threw up? me Look. off when he said it was uh, an internet meme. I was thinking uh, all your base are belong to us for some reason. Yeah. And I was like, that you know, it doesn't sound like Super Nintendo music, but maybe that's why 
all your base are belong to us, or the, someone set us up the bomb, we use the NES sound chip for some reason. I don't know. <laughs> Take off every zip they for great justice. They downgraded the sound, you know. Oh, man. Yeah, they, they you know, poorly translated it and translated the music back a generation. Classic <laughs> zero-wing move. Um, <laughs> they really zero-wing that. Yeah. Ugh. Oh, that should be, uh... Why has that not been a thing? Like, you know, call a... You know, if you fuck something up, call it zero wing in it. Like, that seems like that should be part of, like, the game that tune canon. <laughs> what are you talking about? We've always said zero winging it. I mean, yeah. John zero wings it on this show all the time. Exactly. We were hey. zero winging it when we decided to do a free play after a four-way tie. That's how this show, uh, that's how this show works. Good old well Johnny done. Squaresoft. Yeah, it's the old zero wing sound. The old are, all your base are belong to. Uh? <laughs> <laughs> well, done. I need that. Perfect. Oh, yeah. oh man. So, mm. um, yeah, man, bad dudes. I think I think they just released the arcade port of this for the Switch, um, which is really funny. <laughs> like, because it's like twelve dollars, <laughs> and I doubt it's worth that like you know they have some good arcade games on the switch like i bought metal slug they got these cool snk like uh, neo geo arcade games and those are worthwhile like it, i think they're like seven or eight bucks and you know you get that you get that much value out of them i don't know if there's twelve dollars worth of value in an arcade perfect port of bad dudes for the switch like that seems like a big stretch yeah. I feel like I feel like I, I I wouldn't have even spent twelve bucks on this at the arcade. You know what I mean? Like, I pop in a right. dollars worth of quarters and probably just say like, "Nah, I'm done." <laughs> yeah, God, can you imagine spending twelve dollars worth of quarters on any game in one like playthrough at the arcade? Like, yes, no fucking so, way. Well, <laughs> I mean, I could maybe understand it if it was like a fighting game and like you're trying to do like a tournament type thing, sure. challenging different people and all that kind of stuff. Right. But like. A single player? No. No. And, you know, what, at what point in you know, your childhood did you ever have even a whole roll of quarters to take on the arcade? Like, you got $5 worth of tokens tops. And, <laughs> you know, yeah, you spent it on Street Fighter 2, and, you know, later on you got over to, like, the Mortal Kombat and Primal Rage machines, and, you know, you maybe got into some of, the, like, the, you know, like the, you know, you ride in them games, like the Jurassic Park type stuff, but, like... Would you ever drop more than a quarter into something like Bad Dudes? Was this even in an arcade when we were playing in arcades? Like, <laughs> I feel like oh, it was long yeah, gone. By the time These we made their way arcades. to the NES for a reason. It's to clear the space out of the arcade. <laughs> <laughs> but, anyway, I don't know. Yeah, Bad Dudes is fun. Fun relic. Is the guy on the front, on the uh, intro, is that supposed to be like Schwarzenegger or just some generic 80s flat top uh, aviators wearing badass? Uh, like, I would say both. Yeah, you know, like it's. Do you play as that guy? <laughs> no, he's like your boss. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> asking if you're a bad. Well, that's dude. one thing that I do like about the arcade version is the the home console. It's it's always you know the president has been kidnapped by ninjas, but in the arcade it actually says President Ronnie, and it's very clearly supposed to be Ronald Reagan. Oh, oh that's dope. <laughs> oh man, man, that's sweet. That's crazy. We're talking about a game from the Reagan era. <laughs> just, just process how many presidents ago that was. Like, awesome. <laughs> you know, a game in which someone kidnapped President Ronald Reagan. Like, yeah, that's bad, dudes. All right. 
They should update this every time there's a new president. <laughs> yeah, like, they really should. Except then, again, no one would play the newest version. Like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, are you a bad enough dude to make America great again? Nah. Nah. I'm, not, I'm definitely not putting a second quarter into this. Uh, but, anyway. Fuck yeah, man. Bad dudes is great. Um, Johnny, what do you think? Maybe you want to wanna keep going on bad dudes or uh, move on to the next game? You bad enough uh, dude I'm to uh, move on talk to bad game. dudes for like ten more minutes? I'm a bad enough God. dude to rescue this show. Game <laughs> two.
So, this is our fan request for the evening. This comes to us from frequent requester and Patreon superfan tier producer, uh, Dell at Delition underscore Hikari on Twitter. And, let's see, trivia. Electronic Gaming Monthly lauded this game as exceptionally original, with every aspect done well, particularly praising the colorful graphics, the music, the level design, the secret areas, and the character's ability to throw his own limbs. They awarded the game 8 out of 10. So, how you guys feeling on that one? Pretty, pretty good. good. I feel pretty good. Good. You know, there's yeah. only so many games that, that, that trivia could be hinting at. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's uh, see how you're feeling on that uh, that obscure Dell knowledge. Uh, so John Regan says, Incredible Crash Test Dummies, which is a great guess. Uh, Rayman from David Fleming, which is incorrect. And Jesse says, Pluck, which is correct. <laughs> I honestly don't know if it's plock or ploke or what, but uh, yeah, P-L-O-K exclamation point for the SNES, and uh, man, what a game. Jesse, did you ever play uh, plock, ploke, whatever? Uh, no, I haven't. I just, I know Dell tweets about it like every other day, so. <laughs> Dell's Del. got himself a pattern. <laughs> and it involved... Yeah, as soon as I saw plock and I realized it was Dell, I thought, damn, yep. I'm wrong. There it is. You know, killer soundtrack though, Jesse. Do you know the uh, the composer of this game? Um, is it Matt Furness? No, it's actually the you know the famous brothers of game that tune is Tim and Jeff. Fallen. Oh shit, it is. That's right. Fuck. Yeah, dude, killer soundtrack. <laughs> like, yeah, uh, this game's fucking weird. Um, so I'm guessing then I didn't bother asking John and David. Neither of you guys have played this, right? I have not. I've not played it, but I'm vaguely aware of it. 
Yeah, it's uh, strange. Um, I'm not clear on what the main character is. He appears to be like a raincoat with floaty limbs, kind of like Rayman. Um, and he attacks by throwing his limbs, like in order, like you throw hand, hand, leg, leg, uh, to attack enemies. And you can, uh, you can get power-ups and stuff. Uh, there's like a football helmet, which lets you just like run right through guys. There's like a shotgun and a rocket launcher and some other crazy crap. And uh, there's like puzzles that you can solve, like you have to hit switches using particular limbs, which you know is a funny, uh, funny mechanic. And like it, as you lose the limbs, it affects your ability to like move. So like if you throw your like both your feet at something, then like you're just kind of fucked. Like, it's a very strange game. <laughs> um, I only played it very briefly, because, you know, when I got into it, it's very bright, very colorful. It's reminiscent of, like, a treasure game for, you know, for the Genesis. But it's one of those things where it's almost so, like, out there and nonsensical that I had a hard time, like, figuring out what to do. Because you can't, I can't tell, like, what's going to attack. I can't tell what I can walk on, what I'll fall through what the mechanics of this fucking game are. <laughs> like, it's, uh, it, it's, you know, it's relentlessly strange. Um, you know, I don't know. Like, uh, It looks yeah, kind of kooky. I'm watching some video of it. Yeah, and, it's, uh, uh, it's a little trippy. It's really something. Like, it's, uh... Instead yeah, of a uh, flag, he raised up some boxer shorts. Yes, he's like, it's something, it's something weird and meta where he's going off in search of his flag... And, like, you get to the end of the level, and, like, he's like, this isn't my flag, ah, foiled again, so you gotta go to the next level, and, I don't know, it's weird. Which is kind of to be expected from the uh, developers of the game. It's, uh, Stee and John Pickford of Software Creations. They also uh, worked on Equinox and other strange SNES games at the time. And apparently this game was just, like, their fucking baby. Like, they were working on it, I guess, at the, like, back in the day, they worked for Rare, and they, like, couldn't crack this game. And so then when they were working for software creations, they just kind of still had it on the back burner, and they showed it to somebody, and they're like, yeah, we want to do it. And, like, they showed it to Miyamoto, uh, Shiggy, if you will, and uh, he almost, like, he almost wanted Nintendo to publish it, and then he kind of, you know, backed off. Rumor has it because, it, uh, you know, they think, you know, this is like Steve Pickford saying this, like, he thinks that the game was too similar to uh, Yoshi's Island. They were working on it at the time, and they didn't want to publish Yoshi's Island and then something awesome and competitive for Yoshi's Island. I'm like, okay, yeah, you know, you, uh, you think very highly of yourself, don't you, Steve Pickford, <laughs> with your fucking obscure SNES game with a nonsense title. Come on, man. Uh, you know, you're fun, but you're not Yoshi's Island fun, bro. Like... <laughs> I was just gonna uh, say, it's like, yeah, that's that's totally, absolutely the reason why. Because Nintendo would never publish multiple cute, colorful 2D platformers on the same system. Like mm -mm. Kirby, Yoshi's Island, Donkey Kong Country. None of those would be on the same system all at once. Yeah, never. And you know, Yoshi so famously throws his own limbs that you know they couldn't possibly publish this at the same time. So yeah, you know. Uh, yeah, and it's, uh, yeah, it's fucking weird, but, um, yeah, I really don't know what to make of it. It's got a killer soundtrack, it's a weird platformer, uh, 
you know, it's set in some kind of nonsense world where, like, you go off in search of your flag, and then, like, you come back and fleas have overtaken, you know, your island. So I don't know if, if the character is really small or what. The game's just nonsense. It's fun. It's, you know, it's really interesting platforming and stuff, but that's, uh, it was a little tough to wrap my mind around. So, yeah. Um, and it has the very strange, uh, you know, line of dialogue. Like, at one point you hoist the flag, and Plok, Plok, whatever his name is, definitely says, I've been diddled again. I just got is, to that part in this video. <laughs> yeah. You know, Who? I don't know if uh, the Pickfords know the, uh, you know, uh, what, you know, connotation the word diddled has in, uh, you know, any, uh, any circle. It's a very strange inclusion in the game. You know, he, oh, this isn't my flag. I've been diddled again. Like, that's not a translation error. This is you guys' pet project. This game wasn't Japanese. This was always in English. Like, you chose the word diddled. Why'd you put that in there? Like, you know, buy a fucking thesaurus, guys. This is, you, know, you, you don't throw the word diddled in there. Like, I don't know. Um... But yeah, so that is almost all I can say about this game. Weird game, uh, obscure character. The, the the Pickfords still own the rights to this character. That's the thing. They self-published this game once Nintendo passed on it, and they still own the rights to the character. Uh, so, like, I guess they made a webcomic of it, like, you know, in the last ten years or so, which I don't think took off because there was no demand for it. Uh, you know, and he's made, like, random cameos in, like, a couple of games since, but, like... This is one of those weird ones from the mid-90s where it's, you know, it's so much better than Super Mario World 2 Yoshi's Island. And it got no respect, man. Shiggy just buried this thing. Like, John you know. Cena did it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's that, <laughs> that Nintendo-minati conspiracy. Yeah, dude. <laughs> the Pickfords are, uh, you know, they're flat Nintendo Earthers. And, uh, you know, they, uh, they really got some ideas about why Shiggy didn't want to publish Plock. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's a strange game, but it's got a Fallen Brothers soundtrack, so it's, uh, it's gonna stay in people's minds and hearts. It's very, uh, very interesting. So, uh, thank you, Dell, as always, for the obscure request with the fantastic soundtrack. Uh, and, uh, Johnny, what do you think, man? You want to keep going? Yeah, sure. Game All right, good. three.
So, the trivia for this game. The main character of this game makes a cameo appearance as a collectible sticker in Kirby Planet Robobot. finished googling um i'm just disappointed uh, i don't have a better uh set of markers to make this awesome drawing work so uh yeah this is a a game yeah it sure is (laughs) 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 Uh, so john regan has a drawing of what appears to be a round boy which is I don't know how you could have messed that up. Old uh, boy. Jesse Moore says box boy, and John Harrington says box boy with a drawing of a cardboard box with a lucky red hat. <laughs> My son is a box! A box! <laughs> uh, yes, uh, John and Jesse are correct. This is box boy. I can't believe they managed to make a game out of that one scene from that one episode of The Simpsons. It's such a hilarious misunderstanding. Yeah. <laughs> the box comes they off. Made, conv- they made three. This is a, there is a Box Boy trilogy. Oh, yeah, there is. Shit, yeah. <laughs> I was just thinking of the first one. <laughs> uh, it would be great if there was an unlockable lucky red hat for Box Boy. <laughs> like, just- well, there are unlockable costumes, and I'm pretty sure you can get, like, a backwards baseball cap. It's okay. not red, though, because right. the entire game is monochrome. Ugh. But, uh, yeah, you can get the backwards hat. 
That's cool. I mean, yeah, I just got to go off on the Simpsons for a while. Because, I mean, seriously, Homer's exclamations in that scene are just some of my favorite in the entire series. Just, you know, a box! Oh, God, my boy's a box! <laughs> uh, anyway, um, yeah, so Box Boy is uh, adorable. And he's a box. And does he have eyes and legs, maybe? Or is he just a box? He's a box with two eyes and two stubby little legs. Yeah, okay, cool. I was, I was trying now, to remember if he moved just by being a box or if there was an explanation. Is this like a weird like side prequel to Metal Gear Solid? Oh, that would be a great no, crossover, too. No, that would be amazing. Mm. Uh, this game does have a very weird, bizarre story that people are trying to figure out and deduce. Um, so possibly it is a prequel to Metal Gear Solid? <laughs> God, if Hideo Kojima had anything to do with Box Boy, it would be so fucking dope. Has anyone but me played Box Boy? Yeah, John, did you you have a 3DS? Did you play Box Boy? Yeah, um, you're all up in that. Yeah. Yes, I did. And um <laughs> there's a lot of boxes. So convinced. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I think I played a demo of it. Like, did they have like a downloadable thing where you could play a couple of levels from each of the games? Like, I think so. I think once they released the second one, they had like a demo for the first or for the first and second combined, or yeah, something along those lines. Yeah, no, I played a couple of levels of it, and it, it was pretty cool. You know, hell, yeah, I it's it's a very charming little puzzle game. Yeah. Uh, your main character is a box who is also a boy, who uh, mm -hmm. goes by the name of QB, That's because he's a cute. box. See, now, there's my first issue. It's a 2D game. He's a box. He can't be a cube. Fuck this game. Johnny, we're moving on. No. No, he's a game. Hey, hey, this box boy can grow up to be anything he wants. If he wants to be a cube, fine. If he wants to be a doctor, fine. If he wants to be an ice dancer, fine. Let him. Who are you to stand in the way of his dreams? Game four. <laughs> came out of nowhere. Because <laughs> <laughs> the, the, your main character, his his whole gimmick is the ability to generate more boxes. So mm. it's a puzzle game where you have to, like, get through a stage, pushing buttons, avoiding traps and whatnot, and your whole ability is making all of these extra boxes. So you can make them in various shapes. You can build bridges, you can build step stools, and all that kind of thing. Yeah, that that was the you know the fun of the uh, the puzzle solving when I was uh, you know when I was playing the game. It's like you got to climb up a little uh, higher platform. You got to just extend your boxes up there, and then he he like contracts. I you know I picture him kind of being like a caterpillar or something. You know, it's it's tough to kind of uh, explain it, <laughs> but it, you know it's it works when you play words, it. <laughs> but it's very easy to like show and play. Like oh, I instantly get this. Um, but one of my favorite parts was the whole presentation, because it's very, very minimalist. It's very monochrome. It looks like it could have been on the Game Boy. And that kind of goes to the music, too. Like, the music is very... This atmospheric, minimalist techno music. And it's just a really interesting soundtrack. Yeah. So is it made by HAL Laboratory? or? Uh... It is. It's okay. made by HAL. Right, So. Cool. Uh, QB pops up as a sticker in Robobot, and apparently in the new Kirby game, one of the stone transformations, you can transform into QB. And the last game, I think it was Bye Bye Box Boy? Yes. Um, you can use the Kirby amiibo to give him Kirby costumes, so nice. he'll look like Kirby or Waddle Dee or Meta Knight. I like it's it. It's pretty adorable. Yeah, so... 
Have you played all three Vox Boys? Uh, I've played the first two. I've only played a little bit of the third one. Okay, I was going to uh, say, I, was, I, don't, I don't want many spoilers, but does he die? Like, it's called Bye Bye again, Box Boy. <laughs> it's really unclear because in the first game, there's this kind of weird bubbling black mass that you're trying to, like, fight against. And QB kind of sacrifices himself to save the planet. And then in the second game, like, QB meets QB in the past. And then in the Ooh. third game, like, he does kind of die. But then at the end, you see his eyes open. So maybe he didn't, like... And I remember... Looking after the second game, I was like, wait, is this a time loop? What the hell is happening? Like, going <laughs> online, and all the fans of Boxboy are, like, on communities and forums trying to figure this out. Because there's no dialogue whatsoever. They're like, what the hell am I even playing? Oh, yeah. What's that What's that one game that loops in on itself? It was, like, free on PlayStation. Uh, Limbo? Is it? Is it like Limbo? <laughs> yeah, you complete the game, and Boxboy's just back in the beginning. Spoilers for Limbo. Um... <laughs> Oh, God. I like a, I like an existential nightmare encapsulated in a game about an adorable box. <laughs> but, I mean, it's Hal, you know. Kirby yeah. does this all the time, too. Oh, yeah, Kirby. You know, they're all about fucking existential horrors. So. I uh, was really hoping, because they made a, a physical release of all three games in Japan that came with a QB Amiibo, yeah. but they never released it in America. And I was really hoping it, because I want that Amiibo, because it's adorable. And I've thought about importing it, but it's like $60. You can just go to U-Haul and buy a box. Yes. <laughs> and put a hat on, on the it. stand. Yeah. I was going to say, David, you could just, like, take a dice, paint it, draw a couple of lines on it, and just, you know, call it a box boy Amiibo. <laughs> like, what it... I love Nintendo's willingness to make very odd amiibos, but like, what could that possibly do? <laughs> like, and how could you possibly cross it over? Like, who would, you know, the new Kirby, uh, you know, for Switch, it turns all the characters into boxes. Like, well, no, we don't want that. <laughs> like, <laughs> I would love it if that, if it had that exact functionality in every game from now on. Animal Crossing, everything's a box. <laughs> Mario, everything's a box. Just turns everyone it's into just, a It's box. basically like convert Nintendo into Minecraft. Uh, that, you know, that would actually play well with a lot of crowds, actually. That, you know, damn, David, that's a genius fucking idea. So, yeah, we need to, we need to box up the, uh, the Nintendo's, like, family of games. Uh, you know, with, uh, with more Box Boy. So... Uh, is this coming back? Are they, you know, is there a Switch collection or something? Like, this, uh, seems like it flew so under the radar, but also, like, I feel like everybody kinda knows about it, like, for in Nintendo circles, like, I don't know. It feels like it came and it's went too quickly. <laughs> it, it seems like there's two kinds of people. People who played it and loved it, and people who never played it and think, Oh, yeah, that thing. Right, Box Boy. I should have played that. That sounded really fun. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You know, when HAL Laboratory makes a game, you should pay attention, people. Like, you know, <laughs> even if it seems really silly and it's a box, it's probably really fucking fun. So, yeah, you know, it's, uh, it's cool. You know, I, uh, I, I need to bust out my 3DS again. I might actually have downloaded the whole thing. Like, I can't even remember. But, you know, it's a, it's a cool game. And, you know, just adorable. I don't know how you, I keep it describing this box as adorable. It's a box. With eyes. Why do I find the but box it's so, so cute? cute? You know, 
It's absurd. <laughs> like <laughs> it's it's weird. I mean, the amount of personality that they give on the box, because like I said, there there are costumes, and one of them is like DJ or rapper, and it just adds like a set of headphones on it. What? And if you stand there, that changes the idle animation to all of a sudden it just starts like bobbing down to music. There's like a superhero who gets a little cape, and the idle animation like he kind of flicks his cape back. Okay, I'm into it's, it. Like I said, it's adorable, but it's still a box. Yeah, yeah. You can put anything on a box and have it be pretty fucking cute. I mean, all I'm thinking of is a box with two little speck eyes. I'm like, that's such a cute little box. <laughs> yeah. I'm a sucker. <laughs> so, um, yeah, cool game, cool pick. Uh, anything else on uh, on Box Boy? John, you got the chat yeah. under control or what, us? Yes, I do now. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> I've been, I've been trying to have a nice discussion of Box Boy, and I just see, like, Indonesian fucking apocalypse going on in the chat, and I just don't know what the fuck is happening on tonight's show. Episode title, <laughs> Indonesian <Yeah>. Apocalypse. <laughs> this is the experience of the story of Box Boy. Fuck yeah, man. So, we're live coast to coast in all the coasts of Indonesia, uh, you know, with Not Rock and Roll Elvis anymore. Presley and Box Boy. And McDonald. Uh, <laughs> God damn it. This is going to make no sense if we don't start archiving these chats. So, uh, anyway. Box Coming to Boy's a Discord dope. near you. <laughs> Box Boy's dope. Boxes are adorable. And, uh, David, you know, is that, uh, is that it? Are we, are we moving on? Yeah, that's all I have to say. Hell yeah. Let's do it. Game 4.
pressing A and B 55 times while on the ship will unlock a hidden sliding puzzle game. Alright guys, how you feeling? Not good, yeah, but I have a guess. Oh, okay. Looks like David's locked in, and both Johns are writing their answers, scrambling. The time ticks oh, down. Let's see, we got right. Johnny with Mario 64, nope. <laughs> John with Battleship, nope. David with Final Fantasy, you are correct, sir. What? Whoa. Yeah, so, uh, any of you guys played the original Final Fantasy? I have not. Man, uh, it's been about 30 years. <laughs> I have not, no. Oh, okay. But, um, yeah, this was the, um, obviously the first Final Fantasy, and, um, yeah, this game is great. Uh, yeah. I remember getting it. I was like, I'd say eight or nine or something, and my uncle, he just bought it at like a garage sale or something, had no manual or anything, it was just, here's this game, kid, and so I put it in, and I was like, this is the most different game I have ever played, because I've just played, you know, Mario games, and like Donkey Kong, and, and Tecmo Super Bowl, and Pinball. I had never played a turn-based RPG like that. Like, it blew my mind. I was like, so, we're f taking turns fighting these monsters and stuff? That's weird, but Yo, cool. Why do I have to let them hit me? <laughs> yeah, yeah, why not? My character just, like, takes a step forward and waves his sword around, and then the, the monster gets damaged. This is weird. The music yeah. is good. I think the original Final Fantasy definitely taught me the word slain. Yeah, uh, yeah, everything was slain, yeah. and I was like, I, you okay, know, that I was dead. down at my neighbor's house, they had this, and it was, you know, like, I was probably seven, and the guy that was playing it was like 13, and I'm just like, man, this is like, kind of blowing my mind right now. I, I never played RPGs when I was a kid, and so then, like, he's playing it, and, like, one of his characters dies, and it just says, slain, I'm like, what does that mean? <laughs> like... <laughs> Oh, this game's crazy. And then, like, I went and got a dictionary. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> I was dead. Slain. <laughs> you know, I'm learning things here. <laughs> Thank you, huh? Final Fantasy Tangential Learning. Yeah, exactly. You know, just got me to read the dictionary more. So, you know, thank you, Final Fantasy. You're great. <laughs> you know, um, but the yeah, more no, I think that's, about uh, it, that's about the extent of my experiences with it. <laughs> the more I think about it, Slain is a pretty badass name for a baby. I just want to drop that idea out there. <laughs> Bro, 
you know, I got a baby coming in like three weeks, and if you think mm. Slain isn't on the list, like at least for <laughs> it's a middle like name, three, at least. yeah, it's it's up there. <laughs> yeah. I'm making video game reference baby name lists, and you know, uh, Star Fox Slain Harrington is towards the top of the list. So, you know, just that sounds amazing. Be prepared. <laughs> you know, sounds like a bad. You know, the word Slain sounds like a bad villain. Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> say, that sounds like that sounds very much like the name of a baby from an '80s movie. Like yeah. he is going to grow up into a jock who's going to push some kid into a locker. Yeah, it's like you know, it's like fucking you know probably a bad guy in Karate Kid or something. It's like you know, leave him alone, Slain. <laughs> uh huh. God, that just makes it <laughs> that better. Totally fits, doesn't it? <laughs> the stage is getting uh, greater and greater. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway. uh not to turn this Final into slain that tune, but... Yeah. Oh, man. Halloween show. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> Next theme, games with slain. What does that even mean? <laughs> <laughs> People that can get, get killed? Yeah. Uh, or if the word slain appears, you can use the game. Perfect. Um, but yeah, anyway, Jesse, yeah, so Final Fantasy, the original. Uh, what, uh, you know, tell us about it. <laughs> I mean, it's it was very, like, pretty linear as far as, you know, what to do. It, would, it, it was pretty good about telling you where to go, but I could see, like, you getting lost. Uh, I mean, I was lucky because Nintendo Power had these really cool strategy guides, and they had the, uh, the Final Fantasy one that really helped out a whole oh, lot. Oh, shit. Um, Jesse has produced the Nintendo Power strategy guide for Final Fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> that was unexpected. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I love this game. Uh, <laughs> I, I actually got it signed by... Uh, where'd it go? A freaking cat. Oh, here it is. Uh, by uh, Brian Clevenger, the guy who does uh, 8-Bit Theater. <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh, that's nice. amazing. So, uh, and he looked at me and was like, why do you want me to sign this? Like, I was like, oh, I think it's obvious. Come on, bro. Slain. Yeah, slain. Uh. But it was cool. Like, I remember, like... It blew my little kid mind, because, like, you go to this first uh, uh, cave, and you fight what you think is, like, the boss, because it's like, I don't know how long RPGs are supposed to be. I'm like, well, I'm already... Because, like, I was supposed to go save the princess, and I went to this cave, and there's a princess and this guy, and uh, we fight him and beat him, and then we go and bring the princess back, and they're like, hey, since you saved the princess, we're going to build a bridge to this whole other continent for you. And then you cross the bridge, and this cool little thing pops up on the screen that says Final Fantasy. And so the the quest begins, and it's really like, like you're like, oh, wow, this is cool. And then you start meeting, like, really tough enemies, and, like, giants start killing you and stuff. And and um, they had the, the, the jobs at first. You know, you had your, uh, your fighter, you had your black mage, and uh, your white mages, and your thieves, and stuff like that. And you get to customize your party, and you get to name your characters. Uh, f I think it was a four-letter limit for for the, the character <laughs> names. So, oh, that you know. yeah, that fosters creativity. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, like if you wanted to have David in there, you'd have to be like uh, D A V D or something, you know. That's and, great. Uh, they had some spells like in the NES version that didn't actually work. <laughs> really? <laughs> like. Yeah, like, the, uh, there was this one spell called Saber, and it's supposed to increase, like, your attack, but for some reason in the NES version, it doesn't work. 
<laughs> so, so basically, you just buy this useless spell that would fill up your uh, spell book, and you can't like delete spells. So, if you oh, buy that spell, shit. you're fucked for that level of spells. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. You know, I love just like programming oversight that leads to weird things like that. Uh, you know, because wasn't the original Final Fantasy like? Is it just like an urban legend that this was going to be like the last game developed by Square before they like folded up and that's why they called it Final Fantasy and then it turned out to be a hit? That's like, what everyone says. I feel like yeah. that's what I've come across every time I read stuff about this game. Right. Yeah. It was actually going to be called Fighting Fantasy. But, also uh, a good name. There was um, a series of like board games and, and uh, RPG books called Fighting Fantasy and they're like, oh, we better not get into any kind of weird lawsuits or anything. <laughs> yeah, they, they probably would have been, you know, people would have been disappointed that it wasn't actually a fighting game at that point. Like, <laughs> no, we said it was a fighting fantasy. You have to you have to fight the guys with windows. You know, there's no real fighting in the game. Like, <laughs> you misunderstood us. I'm sorry. And you're now oh, slain. Oh, you mean like battle menus. For a second, I thought you meant like actual physical windows. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Or like Windows 98. <laughs> Yeah, you gotta break glass over him. You gotta, you know, hit him with pain. You know, the old, uh, the old slain pain. Um, slain pain. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> John's right, this name just gets better and better every time. Yeah. yeah. If you think my kid's name isn't Slain Pain Harrington, yeah, you don't know me very well, do you? <laughs> oh, Jesus. It works for boys and girls. Um, but yeah. I've heard that this game is hard. I mean, like, brutally difficult. Um... Yeah, it can. It's it's very very grindy. Like if you want to not die, you do have to grind a little bit. Um, yeah. Also, I mean, you have to pay attention to like what your characters are good at doing because when I the first time I beat this game, I made a very bad mistake, and um, so your thief can uh, evolve into a uh, grandmaster, which is a martial artist, right? And so I had him equipped with this, like, magic hammer that you could use it and cast lightning on everybody. But, like, when he just used it to attack, his damage was always such garbage. And, like, <laughs> so I was like, I'm just going to keep leveling him up and maybe he'll be good. And then it hit me one day. I was like, he's a grandmaster. He's a martial artist. So I unequipped the weapon from him. So he was just using his bare fists. And he was just lighting fools up. Nice. And so, like, <laughs> I went, I got to the final boss and, like, he hit him like three times and beat him. And I was like, well, that was underwhelming. Because <laughs> I just grinded yeah, so, funny. so much. And then finally when I realized what Grandmasters are supposed to do, he was just a fucking nightmare. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> you handed Ip Man a fucking, like, you know, baseball bat. And it's like, get good with that thing. It's like, no, nah, man, I, you know, I got my own style. I can fucking do this. It's like, no, nah, trust me. Just keep using the baseball bat. It'll be fine. <laughs> you really karate kid that on. guy is what it sounds like. You, you made him do something. You really karate kidded that guy. You must really uh, shit. What's the name of the guy from Karate Kid? Ralph Macchio. <laughs> or or Daniel really son. The really guy Ralph from Macchio. Karate Kid. Like you could be referring to so many guys. <laughs> Mr. Miyagi. You really Mr. Miyagi that guy. You gave him tasks that made no sense, and in the end, it made him a better fighter. Yeah, that's Isn't true. That this isn't that essentially all RPGs? <laughs> like, you know, go here, get this, come back. Uh, you know, here's some gold, here's some experience. Get better, eventually win. 
you know, isn't it all just, you know, pointless until you get to the final fight? Really? No, it's not. It's, you know, no. it's a fun game, but... Um, yeah, uh, so Final Fantasy is nothing like Karate Kid, but, you know, I appreciate the attempt there, John. Uh, <laughs> it does have karate guys in it, though. You know, so, half point. Um, but yeah, man, it gets... Is it really episode 106 and we've used Final Fantasy for the first time? <laughs> yeah, I saw that. I was like, crap, I better do this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I love it. You know, the, the beauty of it is that we've used like 10 Final Fantasy games, so it's like, oh man, we didn't use Final Fantasy, but we used like all the other Final Fantasies, and they're all, you know, they're all very good. They have very good soundtracks. Uh, they all surpass this one in terms of soundtracks, so, you know. Uh, yeah, still good. You know, nice to revisit the classic. Um, you know, I don't know, like, do you think people need to go back and play this one, though? Like, is it essential? I wouldn't say essential. Um, there's some, a pretty good, you know, remake you can play, like, on, um... Like DS or something? Yeah, like, you can play one of the remakes just a little bit, you know, just to get a taste of what what it was like, you know, but you don't need to, like, beat it or anything. You watch, like, a long play or something. Word. Cool. Well, yeah. Anything else, man, before we, uh, move on to, uh, to the fifth game? I think that's it. Hell yeah, man. This, uh, this episode's almost slain. Game 5.
So, this game was the first ever winner of the People's Choice Award for Best Video Game, and it was the fourth best-selling game for its system. So, how are you guys feeling about that? Terrible. I'm feeling great. Pretty good. good. Pretty good, John. Pretty good. So, what do we have? Uh, Jesse says, Wonderful 101. Sadly incorrect. David and John both say Super Smash Brothers for Wii U, which is correct. Yeah. What was that last song? That's going to drive me nuts until I figure that out. Yeah? yeah? Yeah. And so you figured it out. What song was that? Oh, oh God. I, I, it's so familiar. Oh. Is Elect Man? Uh, no. David, he has his hand up. <laughs> uh, Shadow Man, right? Yeah, Mega Man 3. Oh, yeah. You know, featured on the, uh, the crazy-ass Mega Man stage in Super Smash Bros. for Wii U. You know, that stage is busy and... Uh, like several of the stages, uh, kind of unplayable. <laughs> like, the stage is so cool until the Yellow Devil shows up. Yeah, then it goes right to shit. Yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, I don't want to say unplayable, but like, they're a little bit too busy. Some of the stages in this game, like, you know, okay, cool, you got like moving platforms in front of a you know classic old school Wily Castle. That's fucking dope. You're playing a Smash Brothers game as Mega Man. You know, oh, you just pulled off Mega Man's sick-ass final smash with, like, you know, all the different Mega Mans in it? This is the greatest game ever. Then the Yellow Devil drops into the level and just takes up, like, half the stage. It's like, now, hold on. Get out of the way. Like, <laughs> I was <laughs> well, doing something here. the thing that kills here. me 
is, you know, the Yellow Devil shows up and you have to fight him and all that. It's like, oh, what a great reference. That's amazing. You beat the Yellow Devil and then two minutes later, he pops in again. He's like, back. No, you should be done for like an hour at yeah. least. Or pop in one of those crazy Wily machines. Like, don't keep having the Yellow Devil show up. Like, have Wily's spaceship, you know, beam in. Or have, you know, one of those big, bizarre, like, you know, Gutsman robots that, like, spit the bouncing balls show up. Like, you know, you really could have Mega Man this out. You know, the Yellow Devil, you know, props to the Yellow Devil, but come on. It's not the, uh, it's not the reference we all wanted, but anyway. How great uh, would it be if, like, Yellow Devil was one boss, Wily Saucer coming, like, dropping bombs was another, and then the fucking dragon comes in from, like, the other side to breathe fire? Oh, dude. Yeah, if the, if the Mega Man 2 dragon just flew in and just, like, hovered off stage breathing fire towards you, that would be... The greatest moment of my Smash Brothers playing life. <laughs> that would just be so fucking sick. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, you know, like I said, a little bit too busy. Uh, you know, I'm trying to think of the other ones for the, for the Wii U that are just fucking crazy. Uh, the Metroid level, where Ridley shows up. Um, oh, that yeah. level is bizarre and broken. Like, oh look, it's a giant screen-filling Ridley taking up the whole stage and, like, whooping your ass. So, like, if you want to play with your friends, don't play that stage, because <laughs> Ridley's going to show up, and you're going to have to pay attention to that. But then if you kill Ridley, Ridley joins your team and damages everyone else. So, you know, there's some strange uh, strange little mechanics in there. But, uh, in general, I fucking love Super Smash Brothers for Wii U. You know, it's, uh, it's... It's a pretty great package, man. There's a lot, a uh, lot of fun to be had playing that game. Johnny, you, uh, you on your, you still got a Wii U, right? You've, uh, you played the shit out of this. I have four, just like my four Sega Saturns. <laughs> exactly. Uh, that's, I mean, I guess the Wii U, you know, outlast, you know, outlived the Saturn in terms of staying power, but like, it, uh, it's right up there. <laughs> Somewhere there is a confused podcast listener that just assumes John Regan is the richest man in the country. Yeah, and spends his money superfluously. <laughs> Why does he have any Sega Saturns? That's not a good idea. <laughs> one, one is fine, two, maybe if you need to get a replacement, you know, for what, the first one that breaks before. Yeah, no. John a... Now you're just showing off. Is John a Super Smash Bros. Wii U tournament organizer? Is that why he owns four Wii U's? No. <laughs> you know, no one would own four Wii U's. Unless they had to replace the controller, the Wii U gamepad, <laughs> and just had to buy a whole new system to go with it. But, uh... <laughs> that's that's yeah, what happened. No. I really just wanted to play four-player Smash, and I didn't understand how to buy more controllers, and so I bought more consoles. <laughs> and then he bought the, you know, you bought four extra Wii U's, and you tried to use all the gamepads at once, and it didn't work. You know, because uh, uh, how many years later is it now from the Wii U being launched where Nintendo said, we're definitely going to support two gamepads. You know, it's priority one, getting the Wii U to support two gamepads. And they abandoned it and moved on to the Switch. You know. No, I'm not bitter. Not at all. I didn't pump a bunch of money into my Wii U. <laughs> Come on. Uh, God damn it. Um... <laughs> So David, I know that you've got the uh, you've got the hot take as it relates to Smash Brothers 3DS versus Wii U. How do you feel about Super Smash Brothers for Wii U? Uh, I enjoy the hell out of it. Ah. But shall I elaborate? <laughs> or uh, yeah, I, that's why I asked. <laughs> yes. okay. No, the game is fucking great. Yeah. Um, it's 
it's console Smash Brothers. Uh, the stages are really insane. Um, I'm trying to think, trying to think back of what my favorite stages in that game were. Obviously, the Mario Galaxy stage was great it's with the nice weird stage. like circular gravity. Uh, I also really like the uh, Donkey Kong Country Return stage where you could hop back and forth between the background and the foreground. Yeah, that was cool. Um, trying to think, man, I played so much of it online in just like Final Destination style that it's almost like I've forgotten what the actual stages were. Like, that's that's my whole I problem. <laughs> With uh, I was gonna say I did really like that. Like, as mu as boring as Final Destination is, I did like that they had the option to not have the same stage, that you could have the different backgrounds and music. So I thought that was cool. I kind of yeah. wish they did it with, like, the Battlefield layout, but... That would have been a good idea, too. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think my favorite stage in the game was Woohoo Island. Uh, you know, I, I, oh, I, God, I forgot about that one. Yeah, get to fly around Woohoo Island, which, you know, I think is still a criminally underrated part of Nintendo's canon. I love that fucking place. Uh, <laughs> it's just I wish right. they would bring it back, too. Yeah, exactly, man. Just set something there. Like, you know, that new Mario sports game's coming out at some point, right? Just put them on Woohoo Island. Just make it part of Mario. Who gives a fuck? You already had it in Mario Kart. Just, you know, bring it back. Um, and, you know, I wanted to like things like the boxing ring, but, you know, it just didn't quite do it for me. Um, and then I like that stage. One? It just seemed oddly, like, too large. Yeah. Like, it, it almost made more sense as, like, a Final Destination-style stage. If you had a boxing ring with springy walls, like, you could jump off the ropes. Okay, that's one thing, but then to have, like, the giant runways on either side and have it just be, like, this endless stage, it's it was kind of odd. And then to have, the like, the light fixture up top, you know, and, you know it, it was a fine stage, but it didn't, uh, it didn't really, like, blow my hair back. Um, and then there were just some of those stages that were just too fucking huge. Like, I know they wanted us to play 8-player Smash, but, like... What were they thinking on that Palutena's Temple and, like, Great Cave Offensive stage? Like, that shit was crazy. You, can, I you can't own a TV playing, big enough. I remember playing Palutena's Temple once. It's just like, oh, I love Kid Icarus. This stage is going to be amazing. And taking so long just to get to the other players. Like, all right, I'm never going to pick this stage again. Which pissed yeah. me off because I love that stage. Right. Same thing. You know, like, the fucking... The Great Cave Offensive stage is a really nice uh, representation of all the craziness of the Great Cave Offensive. But it's so fucking huge, you can't tell what's going on. Like, uh... We busted this out a couple of weeks ago, me and, my, me and the gang. And it's like, yeah, you know, we got like five guys, let's play the Great Cave Offensive. And then I'm just like... I got it on a projector on the wall, and I'm sitting there like, where the fuck are we? Like, okay, no, fuck this, we're going to Battlefield. <laughs> like, we're playing a stage you can actually play on, this is nonsense. But, uh, you know, the game, it's, uh, you know, it's really good. You know, it would be my favorite Smash Brothers if not for the fact that it came out at the wrong time in my life. Like, all the other Smash Brothers came out pre, like, college and marriage and all that stuff. This one came out, like, you know, a couple years after I got married. After, you know, you guys had all moved to different places. I had moved somewhere else. And it's like, yeah, fuck yeah, I'm gonna buy Smash Brothers. It's gonna be the shit. I love this game. And it's like, wait, you know, love my wife, but she doesn't want to play Smash Brothers with me. <laughs> like, oh crap. <laughs> uh, good thing this game has extensive single player modes, because man, I don't, you know, the online's not great. Nobody else owns a Wii U. And, uh, you know, shit. <laughs> I don't have anybody to play this with. Like, 
The Tallahassee smash scene. Those guys think they're MLG or some shit. Like, I tried to get with some of those guys. And it's like, oh, no, I don't I don't like playing games the way you guys like playing games. <laughs> like, <laughs> you guys are really into the whole shit-talking and, like, broing out over Smash Brothers. I just kind of want to, like, play and, like, high-five. If I get angry, I might kick you in the shins and walk home. <laughs> but, like, you know, taunting each other, come on. Like, that's, that's rude. You know, quite I mean, frankly, the, the single most man. important question is... Do they use items? Yeah, obviously not. You know. Oh, fuck Disgusting. that. Yeah, the, the Tallahassee Smash League is, you know, they like I said, they fancy themselves MLG. You know, it was tough to find a casual meetup. You know, I don't know why it is so tough as an adult, you know, to just go online and be like, hey, I'm looking for somebody to, you know, I'm looking for a stranger to play video games with if you want to come into my home. You know, I don't just know why that... adult I promise casual not to murder meetup. you. I'm sure yeah, you'll get a lot of... Exactly. You know, 32-year-old no, male looking for fun adult playtime. You know, come on. <laughs> no, that's... See, you're sitting here... Guys, that's that's the wrong way to do it. You gotta specify. You say, 32 male looking for casual meetup want to smash. Yeah, will smash. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Um, but yeah, no, the game, you know... The Wii U version versus the 3DS has, uh, you know, a lot of the extra, like, single-player modes, which I really enjoyed. You know, it had the, like, the event matches and the, uh, like, the master orders or whatever where you could do the weird fucking, just oh, weird situational matches. Oh, I forgot matches. about those. Those were awesome. Yeah. I don't remember any of them, but I played them. <laughs> um, and, uh, Well, it's yeah. kind of like a, like a weird survival mode, because you could choose, like, different matches, like, random... Yeah. randomized matches and you just kept going to get better right the more, the more you completed the better your items got but you kind of had to know when to tap out because like you would receive more damage or like your damage would carry over and like the next one would just be this insanely hard thing and it's like oh great that was all for nothing but uh which would always piss me off especially like if you got to the fourth one and something happened like a stage hazard came and just uh, knocked out 60% like well yeah. So much for this run. Speaking of the fucking yellow devil, jeez. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, but yeah, um, and then, you know, I know, David, you prefer Smash Run for 3DS, but I actually really enjoy Smash Tour. I thought it was really fun, and it's a, you know, when you can actually get some people together and play it, it's, uh, it's a good way to kind of rebalance things and just have some fun for people that don't necessarily play Smash Brothers as much. Looking at John Regan. Um... You know, you get all those crazy stat boosts, you know, some people end up with, like, ten characters to, you know, somebody else's three, uh, you know, just a bunch of crazy, wacky crap happens, and then inevitably it comes down to me and David, and, uh, one of us wins, and, you know, Johnny goes and gets us both a beer, that's how, I think that's how every time we've played this in person, it's gone, like, let's play around Smash Tour, alright, cool, you know, Johnny's got a chance, and we knocked out all his characters, thanks, John, that was fun, that was good, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, I do really hope that the the one thing from Smash Tour where you have like your four or five stock whatever and every life is a different character. Yeah. I hope that comes back as its own separate mode. That would be that sweet. That was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Especially if it's just if it's like you know, if yeah if it's a special mode and you can set like special parameters kind of like Special Smash where it's like you know giant metal flower smash. <laughs> it's like. You know, giant metal flower smash, and you can pick four characters, and it's an elimination match. Like, 
that's a really fun idea. <laughs> like, that's nothing but smash nonsense, and I'm into it. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, they, uh, that's a really good idea, David. They should, uh, they should look into that for Smash Switch, which apparently will come out this year. You know, one hopes. Um, Allegedly. So, yeah, uh, now that we're four years out from Smash Bros. for Wii U, uh, what are, uh, what's everybody's favorite characters? Starting with you, Johnny. Favorite Smash Bros. characters in Smash Bros. Wii U? Meta Knight. He, he did it. He succeeded. Yeah. Well done, John. Uh, <laughs> Jesse, what about you, man? Uh, Kirby and sometimes Charizard. Yeah. Oh, man, I love Charizard. I love the changes they made to him. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I love that the games got rid of the whole transforming thing. It's like Zelda and Sheik are different characters now. The Pokemon trainer's gone, and you just have Charizard. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, the game works better for it. <laughs> and Zero Suit Samus is its own thing. Like, mm, awesome. David, what about you? Uh, Rosalina and Luma, and Ryu. Not surprising. Uh, you know, you know what was surprising for me when I got this game and realized how much I love playing as Pac-Man? <laughs> like, why is Pac-Man so much fun to play as? He is cool. <laughs> Well, I remember getting this. It's like, what? We Fit Trainers in this game? That's the most ridiculous thing. Oh, That's my shit, second. She's fun. Yeah, We Fit Trainers. My second. It's Pac-Man and We Fit Trainer. They're fucking dope. <laughs> like, I love you know the We Fit Trainer. You can charge a fireball, and it recovers your life if you shoot it off fully charged. You know, you can just fuck with people so hard with that, especially in like uh, like playing online for like four glory matches. Like, if you start recovering your life, and they just think you're like doing nothing. It's like, hey, wait a minute. <laughs> like, why is he just, you know, if I'm over here taunting him and doing the sack tap move, why is he just charging up fireballs and shooting them off the stage? Oh, wait, he has no damage left. Huh. This is a bizarre Shit. occurrence. Um, but yeah, so Pac-Man and uh, fucking Wii Fit Trainer were dope. Um, yeah, and then they added all the DLC characters and all kinds of fucking zaniness. And it just makes me wonder, I really don't want the next Smash to be a port of this one. It'd be okay if it were, but I I really want it to be something new, but it's like, there were 58 fucking characters in this game. Like, how you know, how much more, how, much, how many more things can you really pull out of the hat? Like, <laughs> See, that's why I think, what I think is gonna happen is it's not gonna be like a straight port, but it's going to be essentially a port like, I'm not expecting them to add a bunch of new characters because they pretty much have all the characters they're ever going to need. Yeah. Maybe, like, a couple more. And the mechanics in. are solid. Um, and I, I think that it's going to be, like, the characters are set and locked, so I think it's going to be mainly focused on new modes and, like, a new single player and new stages. So most of the dev time, like, most of the groundwork is finished. It's yeah. just polishing up the stuff in Smash Wii U that didn't quite work so well. Right. Yeah. It's a good idea. You know, I don't know. I, you know, I, I just don't want it to come out and be like, you know, Smash 4 Switch. Like, that'll just kind of, that'll really kind of knock the wind out of my sails. I, I hope they, you know, they at least, you know, like you said, just take the framework and add to it. Like, don't, you know, don't make it just like a where you've got all the 3DS stages and all the Wii U stuff, like, you know, do some new stuff, new modes, a few new characters, you know, maybe get rid of some of these fucking Fire Emblem characters, just a few, like, <laughs> what are there, like, nine or ten of them now, like, get, get come on, scrap some of those, uh, you know, they, you gave them Fire Emblem Warriors, get them out of my Smash, 
You know, they could at least make them different weapon-wielding Fire Emblem characters to make them play different. But they're all sword users. Like, come on. Give us one of those, like, uh, horse rider person. Yeah. Like, the the javelins with the, the big armor and stuff. Yeah. You know, anything. I mean, Corrin was a nice mix-up, because, you know, it's, he's the dragon and sword type All thing. The dragon. You know, and Robin was okay, because he's got magic Robin spells, right. but, like, my god, did we need, you know, Roy, Ike, fucking, you know, Marth, and Lucina, who was just girl Marth? Like, you know, no. <laughs> no, we did not. <laughs> so, you know, I'm not a crackpot, but eliminate, this, you know, three of these Fire Emblem characters. <laughs> just say it. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I was uh, I was reading up on trivia, trying to you know decide if I wanted to go tricky on this or like you know like obscure the game at all. And I was looking at it, and uh, this was you know this is the first time in the series, a series of four games, um, in which they didn't introduce a new Zelda character. I'm like, you know, you're right. Where the fuck's my new Zelda <laughs> character? <laughs> like, you know, you had a gear of him assist trophy, but like. Yeah, I guess it, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know if it would have aged well if it, you know, it's like, here's your new Skyward Sword character. And everybody's like, yeah, no thanks. <laughs> like, See, yeah. that's the weird thing about, like, every time somebody talks about adding a Zelda character, it's like, they they have everybody. Like, Fuck, no. all, the other fam- <laughs> all the other famous Zelda characters are kind of like one game appearances, like Girahim or Midna or whatnot, unless yeah. they add in Tingle. Like, right. Yeah. Tingle or Impa. But, like, yeah. all the other main characters are there. Yeah, but, see, that's the thing. I, you know, at this point, after playing all the Breath of the Wild that I've played, I don't care if you want to call them main character or not. You got some good-ass characters that you can add to this game. <laughs> like, I'm telling you, Urbosa in Smash would be fucking dope. You know, eliminate one of those sword-wielding... Yes. Eliminate a sword-wielding Fire Emblem character and replace it with a sword-wielding badass from Legend of Zelda. <laughs> like, you know, same thing, just, you know, reskin Roy and make it Urbosa. <laughs> like, you know, that's all it takes. I'd play the shit out of that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, no, Urbosa would be fucking dope. I mean, sword, shield, lightning attacks, and, you know, being a giant olive skin goddess. You know, all good things in my book. So, uh, yeah, you know, look into that. Or add in Prince Sidon or any of the numerous characters from Breath of the Wild. I could go on and on about that. Um,. But yeah, uh, and I also was reading, uh, you know, this one might be an easy trivia. Uh, this game is the first playable appearance of three characters. First ever playable appearance of which three characters? I'll give you a bonus Dog. point if you can get them. Dog from Duck Hunt. Johnny gets a bonus point. Pretty sure it's the first time you can play as Rob. No, nope. you can play as him and Brawl. Ah. And Mario Kart DS. Thing. Um, Dark Pit. Uh, I don't know if that counts. Because <laughs> that wasn't on the uh, trivia that I read. <laughs> oh, wait, no. No, I take that back. There, there's a chapter trainer. in Uprising where you do play as it. Cool. Jesse? We Fit Trainer. Bingo. Who's. Okay, this is going to drive me nuts. Oh. I mean, already... I guess technically in America, Corin. Um, technically, yeah, but you, you know, Fates but... wasn't released. 
Yeah, but you know the game came out. Uh, it came out after Smash, and then the Corn DLC came out after it in Japan. So no, the uh, the other one that you moved right past, David, is uh, Palutena. Oh shit! Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, Palutena is like my fourth or fifth character of the game. I love Palutena. She's cool. You know, love that big sky beam hitting people with the reflect. You know, and the uh, the dancing taunt. You know, she's a goddess or whatever she is. But she'll still just, like, twirl on that staff and laugh at you. It's like, yeah, she's all right. She's good with me. She's, <laughs> so. she's a goddess. Like, yeah. No, she go. most definitely is. Yeah. <laughs> Do her thing. Do her little pole dance. Um, but, yeah, it's, uh, it's a dope-ass game. And it's a, it's a good framework for the series going forward. Seriously, if every Smash Brothers game was just, like, an iteration of this one with, you know, a few new characters, strike a couple of the less essential characters, never include Waluigi... You know, it'd be a great fucking series. Like, you know, it'd be good. Good to go forever. <laughs> um, but yeah, and I wish that I had gotten this game when I had like, <laughs> uh, video game playing roommates, because it would have been uh, a lot different. You know, I busted this out at, like, several different things. We played some eight-player Smash at David's Bachelor Party. Um, we, I played some, uh, some like, five-player Smash a couple of weeks ago with some friends, but, like, really... It's been so few and far between the times that I can get a group of guys to get together, sit on the couch, and sit down and play this game. But every time you do, it's just so fucking choice, man. It's so fucking fun. (laughs) It's good. I bet you could, like, hire a bunch of, like, homeless people to, like, hang out with you for, like, an hour and play Smash Bros. See, that's a good idea. Every time I go to Goodwill to check and see if they have new GameCube controllers, just pick up a couple of the guys that are working behind the store. You know, they might be homeless guys, they might be tax credit hires for Goodwill... They'd love to come over and play some Smash, I'm sure. That'd be a good idea. <laughs> yeah. so. And you'd be helping the community. Yes, the Smash community. <laughs> the, the FGC. The uh, the Tallahassee Smash League. It's like, <laughs> you know, there's a lot more homeless guys since that Harrington guy started showing up to the, the tournaments. Yeah. That's what that's you do. The, you uh, get them, like, all real good at it, and then you start introducing them to the, the uh, MLG people. I like, train up a squad people. of MLG homeless Smash players. <laughs> yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> start rolling into these Smash tournaments with the John Tarage of homeless guys <laughs> with GameCube controllers. Oh, man. Boom. Really I'm taking this town by storm. <laughs> Yeah, you're teaching uh, them like a, a job one skill, like they're trash can at a time. <laughs> they win their. How is it the? How is it I've gotten this far in life without ever having used the phrase John Taraj? I'm disappointed <laughs> in myself, quite frankly. Uh, anyway, um, Smash for Smash for Wii U is fucking excellent. And uh, Johnny, what do you think, man? Is it time for the calculating computer? I think it is. Calculating computer activated. Leaps. As John's trivia said, a diddling scandal. Scoring <laughs> <laughs> complete. This Diddle game's again. winner is Jesse Moore. I did terrible. Hey, awesome! <laughs> yeah, you did great, man. <laughs> yeah, you tied with uh, you tied with David. Oh, uh, okay, cool. Yeah, so you know. Uh, you know, it would have been so funny if somehow we ended up in a four-way tie again. Oh my <laughs> like, god. Uh, we just never have a theme ever again. But uh, that's not the case. Jesse's the winner tonight, so great job, man. What uh, what do you got in mind for uh, for next week? How about uh, games featuring playable women? 
Hey now. Okay. Yeah. We've done that before, and I'm into it. It's uh, you know, it's always nice to revisit a theme like that. And uh, you know, last time we did it, it was good. It always gives us an excuse to play more Metroid, and uh, you know, yeah, that is something I'm always in favor of. See, that's the that's my deep well of uh, playable women knowledge. <laughs> Spoilers for next week when I pick a Metroid game, and uh, great theme, man, I love it. So uh, yeah, back again with uh, with Ladies Night next week, um, and you know, let's uh, let's just bring this bitch home. Thanks to everybody who's watching live along with us tonight. Uh, we're live every Wednesday at 9. Uh, Twitch.tv slash GameThatTune. Facebook.com slash GameThatTune. YouTube.com slash GameThatTune. Uh, you know, thanks for all the chatter in the chat box. You know, uh, we always appreciate interacting with you guys and, you know, just having a blast. You know, thanks to everybody that's listening in podcast form. Uh, we're, you know, available in your podcast device Wednesday mornings. Uh, so check iTunes or GameThatTune.com. Uh, you know, we put a little bit of extra work into that podcast and just make it sound extra nice for you. And uh, if you don't want to check those places, you should check Patreon.com slash GameThatTune. It's the home for fun exclusives. We publish some stuff early sometimes. Sometimes I'm just like an editing fiend, and the patrons get it fast. You get the express mix of certain episodes, which is where I just cut out all our talking and leave in the trivia and the tunes, so you can just get to... You know, listen to the tunes, play, and then you don't have to hear me fucking talk like this. You know, it's a uh, it's a pretty quick way to catch up on getting that tune. And uh, you know, if you throw us a couple of bucks a month, you get access to that stuff. If you throw us more than a couple of bucks a month, you get a special shout out like this. Thanks to our Patreon super fan tier producers, Alex Messenger and Lance Revere. You guys are dope, and uh, we appreciate everything you do for the show. And uh, thank you to our requester tonight. Uh, Dell, he uh, always requests great things, and we have to give him priority because of how much Patreon money he gives us. So uh, if you want to make a request like him, you can become a you know patron. Or if you just want to make a request, you can email us, gamethattune at gmail.com. Hit us up on Twitter, at gamethattune. Slide into those DMs, and somebody will pick up your request. And uh, then just hit us all up individually on Twitter. Uh, we love interacting with you guys, you know, sharing video game stories and just goofing off. You can find me at jgangsta187. You can find David Fleming on Twitter at... DFD Fleming. You can find John Regan on Twitter at... JP Regan JR. Hell yeah, and you can find Jesse Moore, this week's winner, on Twitter at... Sega underscore legend. Hell yeah, brother. So... Uh, you got the bonus tunes. What uh, what are you taking us home with tonight? Uh, it's the victory theme from Final Fantasy, but it's done up a Brental Floss style. And oh. It's one of my favorite Brental Floss songs. It's pretty good. Hell yeah. Peace out, everybody. You just got boned, FTW. Now you're dead, you're dead, because we killed you. We took you by surprise. Boo! We just saw you roaming the forest and said, let's kill those guys. Yeah, good idea. You're a squirrel who somehow has money and sometimes swords and shields. I don't care if you're a cute bunny, I'll kick your ass for reals. Let's all dance right next to your corpses. We're happy that you're dead. Now we might play chess on your carcass or soccer with your head. La la la, you're dead, la 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 la, we killed you, la la la. No remorse, 
Bad Dudes is copyright 1989 Data East. Plock, or Ploke, or whatever this game is called, is copyright 1993 John Pickford and Steve Pickford and Software Creations. Box Boy is copyright 2015 Nintendo of America and HAL Laboratory Incorporated. Final Fantasy is copyright 1987 Square Company Limited. Super Smash Bros. for Wii U is copyright 2014 Nintendo of America Incorporated. David and John both say bad dudes, which is correct. Welcome to Oops. Game That Cheese. Oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. <laughs> You know, tune into uh, RCTI. You know, Indonesia. We're uh, we're broadcasting live on Indonesian National Broadcasting Company. It's, you know, we're going big. Um, and uh, you know, crap, I'm losing the thread. <laughs> what do I normally say at the end of the episodes? Have you done the Patreon people yet? I have not done the Patreon people yet. So, uh, oh yeah, after the after the live viewers, I thank the podcast listeners. So.